Oh, you know, we talked about fun, fun kitchen gardens, all the fun things you can do in your landscape. Apart from the patios and the pools and the water features, sometimes it's fun to plant something that you can pick and eat. <laughs> exactly. And um, Or sometimes you don't get around to picking and um, <laughs> you've got to do something else with it. So we just happen to have Raymond Hack on the phone with us from Hack Vineyards and Winery. And um, got a fantastic operation going right here in Santa Fe, Texas, just south of Houston. Raymond, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you, Sean? Oh, <laughs> man, we're doing great this morning. Hi. Nothing like, um, I, I enjoy waking up and thinking about wine first thing in the morning, to tell you the truth. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, I have still have not found a good match <laughs> for scrambled eggs and that bacon. Huh? <laughs> I, I've found, actually, a Riesling does quite well with that, to tell you the truth. Well, you know, I haven't tried Riesling. Aww. If you try any, any kind of slightly sweet wine with uh, scrambled eggs, if there's enough butter, it's really good. I, I'm telling you. It's <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great pairing. <laughs> oh, you're my kind of guy, Poor Raymond, Raymond, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> so, oh. um, apart from, I want to get in a little bit about just how you started everything off there and the great um, vineyard you have, but also... Would you mind tossing in every now and then what if a homeowner wants to grow a few grapes, what we should be doing? So I'm just going to let you run a little bit, but we'd like to get a little information about your operation along with maybe someone that just happens to have a little bit of space in the backyard and wants to have. There's something about growing grapes that just makes you feel so one with the earth, you know? So Absolutely. Yeah, in tune. You know, I'm 25% Cherokee, so that makes me really feel good. <laughs> there you go. That's there true. you go. Do you uh, uh, do you wear any special outfits when you're doing your uh, your uh, harvest? No, just good oh. old, uh, depending on the weather. Okay. Sean, you know, this South Texas weather, if it's nice and mild, well, my goodness, you come out in short britches if you want. Okay. Uh, that sort of thing. We have officially a pruning day every year, make a big event out of it. We just had it last January the 12th. And uh, actually, sorry, we moved it from the 12th to the 19th, I see now on my calendar. But anyway, and we had a couple hundred folks show up, and we give a seminar on how to uh, prune uh, vines if you have them at your home. And, of course, ours is commercial. It's a little bit different, but not much. And then how to propagate, how to do the cuttings. And uh, we, we still have some residual cuttings laying around our vineyards out there. We haven't cleaned up the, the canes that we've cut away from the vines after pruning, not all of them. So folks are still invited to come out and see if you can find some of them still alive and would give you a few clues on what to do. But basically, you can cut a cane off with four buds on it and uh, stick two buds in the ground and leave two buds out of the ground. And about 50% of those canes that you stick in the ground will bud out and put out roots and grow. They're very easy to propagate. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty good percentage. Yeah, it is. And if you want to improve on that, you use a, a root hormone called Rutone. And there's other brands. I'm not just pushing Rutone, but any uh, root hormone, uh, put the powder on the two buds. You actually cut the two buds underground off, so you got a little open wood there, and, and put the powder on that and on the end, and you go up to 80% survival. Okay. Now, wh- what variety of grapes do you grow there? We have one grape variety here in our vineyards, a three-acre vineyard. And it's, it's a white grape, and the name is Blanc du Bois, B-L-A-N-C-D-U-B-O-I-S. And it's a French-American hybrid that was developed by the University of Florida quite a few number of years ago, and um, it was named after a gentleman, a Frenchman in Florida that helped them develop it. His name was Dubois, and so we've just ended it really well. A lot, of, a lot of those French guys are named Dubois. They <laughs> like to drink. I, 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 feel, I feel sophisticated just saying Blanc Dubois. I know you do. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's classy. It's, <laughs> a feeling of class. There all you go. Over you, huh? Gosh. <laughs> 
Okay, so it's the Blanc de Bois. Now, I guess that was something. How did you choose that grape when you started off? Well, um, because I did a lot of research and uh, had a lot of trial and error issues, I planted my first grapevines in 1969, and my wife and I were celebrating our 10th wedding anniversary in 69, and so she bought two grapevines. And here I am, 43 years later, (laughs) with 1,800 vines out here in three acres and a commercial winery. So That's pretty, pretty impressive. I yeah, and the Blanc Dubois is very resistant to many diseases we have. We don't have time to go into all of that now, but um, grapes have to have a soil and type to grow into, and we have a bacteria here, and most of the European grapes won't survive on the Gulf Coast. Okay. Now, do you have little roses planted at the end of every um, row? Absolutely. If I wasn't married, I wouldn't, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're well, married and you have a wife, that's the reason you put That's what I'm talking about. I thought there was a horticultural reason also, not just a, uh, well, I know. a relationship reason. <laughs> no, it's smoke and mirrors is what it is. It's, it's... <laughs> well, wait a minute. Are we talking about marriage or growing grapes? Talking yes. about both. <laughs> that's what I say too, man. Man, I tell you. No, I tell you, the, the California growers out there put roses at the end of their bushes and they were spreading this myth that, that roses are very similar to grapes. And so we put a rose bush at the end of the vine and you look at that little rose bush and it tells you what kind of shape those 285 vines are behind it. Right. And that's that's a myth. <laughs> you, to, you don't look at that rose bush. You walk up and down every row and look at every vine. So. <laughs> okay. But the wife wanted it, and you, you want to stay out of trouble, you plant the rose. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, Don't laugh, Sean. Yes, sir. He needs oh, to be writing no, this I'm, down. I'm, I'm, I'm writing. I'm writing, <laughs> sir. I'm writing. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but our website, I just want to mention quickly, our website at hackwine.com has a video on, that gives a history of what I'm telling you now, a little background of okay. what, uh, how we got started. So I invite your listeners to. Well, you've got you've got a lot of things happening there because you you've got the free wine tastings, right? Um, yeah, you've got a well, harvest not free festival. Anymore. Oh. No, that was in the past. Oh, and, uh, it's too so, bad we missed it. Yeah, so we we offer <laughs> the tours and tastings for ten dollars, and uh, you get a tasting of four or five wines uh, at the end of the tour. And it's about a thirty forty minute tour. Oh goodness gracious! Oh, I've why? spent I've spent ten times that. We went out there. I think we did it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd yeah. so do it. It yeah. was fun. We had a great time when we were right. out there. Right. Well, you've Where got. Did you I know. Where were you? We were there early in the morning. It wasn't too early. Y'all had just opened up. and I may have already milked the cows and went back to bed. You probably did. You wake the rooster, start the day, and probably go to bed yeah, after that, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's right. Man. We were there, and it was very fun. Sean and I had a great time. Great. and um, it. We bought some wine to bring home, too. But well, they, super. you have, like, weddings there, too. You can yes, have... Ma'am. So if somebody's have, out there looking for a place to have a wedding, you'll you'll sure. We already have. Thank you. We we do. We have three weddings the next three weeks at the winery on uh, Saturday, the next three Saturdays, and and uh, we did thirty, I think thirty eight or thirty nine weddings last year, and uh, we headed to break close to fifty this year. Oh my goodness! So people come, they'll have to clean up, right? They're only yeah, going to be do. invited yeah. to help clean. <laughs> that's, that's <right. laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. So how so, many varieties of wine do you sell there, and where do you get uh, the other grapes? Okay. We, we have 15 different, and I won't use the word varieties or styles of wine. Okay. Uh, with Blanc Dubois, we grow, I make seven different styles of wine. Sweet, okay. dry, and dessert wines, and sweet, you know, on and on like that. But we also make uh, Malbec and Tempranillo, Cabernet Sauvignon, and we, we source those grapes from the high plains of Texas up in Brownfield, close to Lubbock. Okay. It's 3,500 feet above sea level. Awesome. Just like Mendoza, Argentina. Oh, cool. We have some beautiful growing places around the state. So uh, 
Currently, we have uh, a little over 4,000 acres of commercial wine grapes in the state of Texas, and we need 14,000. So we're short 10,000 acres. We better get to planting. <laughs> not have a any lot. room out there not in Santa lot. Fe? I mean, yeah. You know, give us a few weeks. We get caught. That's up. what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, how far does a, a, a plant, a, a grape plant, your, uh, your um, what is it, Dubois that you have out there, the Blanc Dubois, how far, Dubois. how many feet of growth does that put in? When you cut it back, how far, how big is the plant when you cut it back, and how does it finish off the season? Well, when you start out with them when they're young, Sean, you, you, um, prune off, you put them in the ground, let them develop roots, and, and they're programmed to make babies. So every grapevine is their babies, and you don't want them to make fruit because they don't have enough roots when they first start. So you pinch all fruit off the first two years. This is a general rule. It's, right. it's site-specific. You can make exceptions. But So you pinch off all the fruit the first two years. You begin to produce a few clusters in the third year, and by the fifth year, you should be full size. And basically, you cut off everything that's a pencil size in diameter or smaller. That's what we do to crepe myrtles. Okay. Yeah, it's very similar, I'm sure. Well, the only thing is, though, so if you decide you want to get going and start growing some uh, grapes to have a, uh, a vineyard, you got five years of nothing. Well, if you decide to do that, the first recommendation I have you is go see a psychiatrist. <laughs> and, uh, make sure you got a good Don't one. cash in your savings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to be crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. It Aren't is you fun, funny? but you have to have a passion for it. It is it is very, very much work. It's a seven-day-a-week job, and uh, so, you know, you really do. But we have some great folks can help. If anybody's interested in doing something crazy like that, tell them to send me an email, and I'll be happy to <laughs> hook, hook them up with well, folks. maybe you do counseling on the side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. You won't sleep in the morning. You'll go do that. You bet. Well, we have fun growing other things around here, guys. Uh, we have some Seviano and Montanillo olive trees and Arbiquinia tree, olive trees, and uh, I'm excited now. I invite your listeners again to come out. We're in the bloom stage of a pretty rare tree. We we purchased from Florida. We saw it in Disneyland years ago, and I chased it down, did some research. It's called a golden trumpet tree. Have you ever heard of it? No. What does it do? Oh my God, it's beautiful. It puts out large golden, yellow golden uh, flowers all over the tree, and it's doing it right now. Really? Blooming and beautiful, yeah. And uh, they don't last forever, of course, but maybe the next four to five weeks they'll be blooming and uh, just gorgeous. Now, they, they're they from Florida. They can take about an 18 to 20 degree temperature, uh, but, you know, so if you get a harder freeze, you might have to do something protective. But Well, that's kind of exciting. Beautiful. I think I'm on the way as soon as the show's over. I'm, I'm heading down. Yeah, please do. And uh, you can find this same tree uh, at rareflora.com. That's where I bought it. I did a little research because I... Uh, Folks might be interested in trying to find them, and I got a tag to tell the same information is hanging off the trees out there. Two of them in the front of the winery. Now, do y'all still do wine tasting meals also and things like that? Oh, I'm sorry, do what? Do you, do you have meals that you put together so you can oh, do wine yes, tastings? Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. We do vintner dinners uh, down in our cellar. We offer tapas and wine with flamenco dancers, flamenco guitars. Wait, wait, wait. So you've got you've got food, wine, dancing, and, yeah. and music. You're a one stop. I mean, it's always a party in Santa Fe. A, a one stop for life. I mean, we like to use the word destination winery. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How about the bed and breakfast? Is that next? <laughs> it is next. Absolutely. Okay. Sounds it's wonderful. On the drawing board. Sure is. Okay. Well, Raymond, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and uh, look well, forward to uh, next time. We'll make sure we call ahead so you'll do. be available. Call me if you hear. You know, get me, get me out of my chair. I might you know, wake me up. But uh, okay. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you, thank guys. You, yes, sir. Really appreciate your time. Thank Goodbye, you. Bye, Mr. Yeah. Heck.
There Bye -bye. you go. Uh, Hack Winery, right? Oh, it's only a hop, skip, and jump right here. Santa Fe. Head on down toward Galveston, Santa Fe, Texas. And they've got you a You could make it there for lunch. Yeah, you could. Beautiful vineyard, beautiful setup there. And uh, a little interesting way that you can keep the uh, Texas landscape with a little bit of variety to it. I, we have grapes growing um, on our back fence at the uh, house. Fence at the house. have grapes at the office. Mm -hmm. it's, um, I didn't it know is. to pick them all off, though. Birds kind of beat me to that, didn't they? Oh, that's okay, yeah. Well, we had a good crop. I mean, Emma was out there picking grapes and eating them. She had a lot of fun, yeah. We had, we had a good, we probably brought in a couple quarts of grapes. <laughs> so uh, that was a good time. We have them growing at the office. Squirrels keep getting them at the office. <laughs> of course, squirrel meat's a little bit sweeter after they've been eating. Oh, them. my goodness. Oh, that uh -oh. is not true, man. Not, not supposed to go there? <laughs> no, it's not true. We're okay. Not squirrels. We're going to take a bit of a break and come back and talk a little bit more about the Texas landscape. Now the